did it. We got wrong. Woo! Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. These are those things. We got wrong. It's always a big finish. Uh, episode 17. Whoa! Welcome back. Welcome back. So many wrong things. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Good. Yeah. Are you the, I don't know why these episodes that we listened to for this one were extra cringy to me. I mean, the only thing that I think I got wrong is thinking that I could beat you now in a Scrabble game still, and no. You said that. You yeah. Said- <clears throat> well, I was, I this was, maybe. this was like, this was this period of time when I came out of grad school where I thought I knew more than I really did. Oh, you mean undergrad? No grad school. No. No undergrad. You're yeah, right. Yeah, undergrad. You're right. That was the Dunning-Kruger maybe. A hundred percent. You know, where you like finish and you feel like really- You're right. It was grad because I had just graduated. It, it must have been that. Yeah. And I was like- 2016. I, I was a dummy. Oh no! I mean, not a dummy, but like yeah. Dunning Kruger effect. Like you, I, like there's so much. Scrabble? But Sarah, like you don't need to be saying that. Right? <laughs> you should keep it zipped, okay? Zip it. Yeah, I know. What you and, mean. If you, and I still pro- like. Who cares? Like no, I have yeah. gotten so much less competitive. Good. That's good. Because that's torture. It is. It's As like, a person cares? who does struggle that with that myself. The less competitive I am, the happier I am. And I said, I had said something about, we're talking about pathological liars. Yeah. The less competitive you are, the happier. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, we were talking about pathological liars and, and like, or like lying and like, what is it? Or maybe it was pointing out things with, with that people got, get wrong, like with words and stuff like that. Yeah. And I had said like, oh, you know, it has something to, it's probably because like, you know, there's this need to be superior, but really we were keeping things. It was like Sarah therapist 1.0 that was kind of on the surface and did the, the real, the thing beneath that, why, if you were asked, well, why oh. do you need to be superior? And then it's well, like insecurity. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent that where I was like, even listening to myself, I'm like, oh, oh I'm sure you think that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's all right. That's the beauty is eight years later. It would be weird if we were the same and if we hadn't learned anything. That would be more alarming to me. Right. I if, sometimes get like that feeling, what we've talked about this, I'm sure I've said this to you and even on the podcast, about like how I, I've, uh, like the feelings that come up when my ex got married again or, you know, there's this feeling of like, I'm like losing some game that I didn't even, um, like nobody's playing, like that's silly. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself that like people are eight, ten years ahead of me, like, Yes. Who I even do that with you, like comparing myself, especially when I was in school, I'd be like, ah, Susie is so smart. She knows so many things. So I'm like, Sarah, you will know more mm-hmm. in a few years too. Chill yeah. out. And that's okay. And nobody's going like, oh, look at this dummy over here, except myself. Yeah. So and like, boy, chill out, Sarah. N- not everybody starts at the same starting place either. No. In a lot of ways. So it's not like an even playing field life. Right. It's so we can't compare ourselves to other people. I think I've I've really learned that. Like I, I do much less of that. Good because that is a miserable game to play. You know, I hate when I fall into that trap, which is like you know every day probably for yeah. a second, and then <laughs> you see something you know, and you'll be like, I want that, right, or whatever you know, right. envy. 
Um, but what was the episode in which we were cringy? Uh... I think all of like a lot of that for me was was just crazy. You're like, have you heard of the Brain Candy podcast? Right. Uh, that one. Then I talked in one of them. I think this was in the Lies episode. We were t- oh, I was talking about how a listener left um, or like sent us a list of like documentaries, like creepy documentaries to watch, and we we're talking about like kids who have extreme trauma and like what that does to somebody. And I would like to correct where I said that you can't repair an insecure attachment. That if you didn't get that nurturing as a child, like you're pretty much fucked. And when, well, there are situations like one of the, that we brought up was like Jeannie, I think her name was from the seventies. who was like a feral child. And now they probably have a different term for it. Cause even that sounds like not so great. Mm. And, uh, you can't, I mean, in that situation, you can't because they have no socialization just to like humans, you know, children who've been like yeah, locked it's, it's up. It's brain damage, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's brain damage for sure. Mm-hmm. But somebody who just has in, like uh, uh, either disorganized or insecure attachment or has attachment issues, you can absolutely develop a secure attachment with intention, a good therapist. And relationships that model secure attachments, partners with securely attached well, partners. Is somebody that would have that, you're saying maybe they were abandoned or something? Yeah, or like experienced okay. childhood trauma, like especially on my podcast, This Changes Everything, we talk a lot about uh, different attachment styles and how we bring that into relationships as adults, like um, uh, somebody who's has like an avoidant attachment style will see need somebody who's needy or clinginess or wanting to be with somebody is like, Oh, I'm scared of that. Like everybody's just going to leave me anyway. So Mm. they like put up walls and they tend to avoid relationships and are more of like, uh, like casual, not necessarily casual daters, but like keep things like they don't really take to the next level of commitment commitment Mm -hmm. because it's dangerous to them. It's like a feeling of like, this comes with so fears. Yes. Yeah. So they need relationships where they, but they desire closeness like we all do. And so they need relationships where people will give them enough space and let them, you know, have autonomy and, and all that, but will still show up and will still be there and won't leave. And Mm -hmm. when you see that enough and you, you learn from healthy relationships that, Oh, I can rely on people and and, Oh, they're not just going to leave me that you can change that and you can have a secure attachment. Mm-hmm. So wrong, Sarah. All right. Well, that's good to know. And I mean, I think you clarified that. Yeah. Maybe. And I think, I mean, I was just in denial because like I have such an anxious avoidant attachment style that like hmm. I have like a mixed one of like insecure and avoidant, like, you know. I love you, but don't get too close, but don't leave me, but that's scary, yeah. but you know, all of the, all of the above. But so. that wasn't what made the, a cringy. You're saying that what was cringy was just like the tone. Yeah. And just like the, this, I think I, I've really, in being a therapist for, got it on, it's like five years now. I think I've really seen examples of change, how people can make changes in their lives and, and like change so much and 
where when it, I mean relationships, beliefs about themselves, like we are we are very resilient and we're also very um like there's like neuroplasticity like that we can really rebuild and retrain our brains. It takes time and it takes energy and, and awareness and intention, but I think that I see how you can do that mm-hmm. okay. more than I did before. Now we know. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot more like just nuance and, and stuff where you like, it's kind of like, I don't know if I had just left, just started grad school. I must've been just starting grad school or something like that when we, in this. The episodes that I listened to were from like early 2016. And the one that I listened to, the last one I listened to, we were hinting that I was going to be on Rivals 3. Mm-hmm. So I must so have you, already filmed it. you creeping into like mid How did I get so far ahead? I don't know. Me because, either. But you didn't go to grad school until after you went on the show and stuff. So we're talking right. pre-grad school. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I feel like I had learned the surface level stuff and was like, nope, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. And now after just like working with people and going to grad school and doing this whole thing, I'm like, there's more to it than that. You can't be so like black and white. Mm-hmm. Dry. You know? Okay. Good to know. I thought yeah. it was funny in one of the early episodes, we had a sponsor that was, um, thinks period. Oh yes. Pants, which I love things, but I love them. I thought it was ironic because in the, um, the spot, I, I talk about them and how like, you know, um, a lot of times period products have like toxic ingredients and you don't know about it because they don't have to disclose. Like if your tampon has, was made with bleached cotton or whatever, and you're like putting it in your body. And so I said, I used the phrase, and I don't know if this was on the copy that I use for spots or if I just volunteered this, but I called it risk-free. And I thought it was funny because the very week that I listened to this episode now, I got an email of a class action lawsuit because they were not risk-free. They had toxic shit in there. No. Thinks in particular. Yeah. Stop it. Mm -hmm. And so they're giving like anybody that bought them (gasps) gets their money back over the years. Well, I'm going to do that. This is a very good update. Yes. I was so mad. Because I'm still using their underwear. I still was too. Oh, what? No. You should Google it. It's all over the news because... Oh my God. I apologize. We did not know this at the <laughs> no, time. we did not. We, are, we clearly do, are learning this right. Some of us are learning this right now for the first time. Myself. Yeah, shocking. Me. Oh my, I'm going to write bummer. a note to myself. Mm-hmm. They did throw some, away some lab things. did independent research on the, the fabric and found all these toxic ingredients or what do you call them? Whatever. <sighs> yeah. Uh, things, chemicals. And then like the FDA or whoever does that, the consumer government agency did an investigation. I hate this. like a class action lawsuit. What a bummer. But there's other brands now. I always fill out those things when those class action. I do too. I get, I'm I'm getting like $13 checks from Ikea, Snapple. (laughs) Snapple. Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) The beverage Snapple. I feel like there was one, there was like a Snapple one I got a while back, like. That's so funny. Yeah. If you and, and IKEA filled that one out. Well, okay, every you're gonna get about nine dollars and eight cents. 
I love it though. I'll take it. Free money. They the, Every state also has that unclaimed money and I go through and look for my name. Recently, I got about $100. Susie Meister, what is this? If you, Tell me if you Google right now. Unclaimed, I think it's unclaimed money. Oh, I think and there's the like unclaimed 401ks, that, things like that, that people like There's lots of stuff, oh like rebates, God. like that were sent to your house that then, oh. yeah. Yeah. And then I found if some you for my family. nothing else. <laughs> We've, uh, we, this is, this is all, this is amazing. I can look for you. You would do California and also Colorado. And then, um, I found them for California, my sister, they're like, my brother. You owe me money. No, <laughs> they won't. Colorado's like, here's extra. Cause and you is- just put your info in and then they send you a check or they deposit it for you. Isn't that great? Dude. Yeah. That's the best. You can search all of your family members. Good times. I love this. I do too. I'm all about it. I've been like doing like financial like cleaning and, mm-hmm. and sorting getting and all, getting all organized. And I can't believe how many things were just yeah. like, well, I can me or scooting up a little bit or I transferred. How about this one? I found this one this out this morning. So I transferred my internet service to the woman who's a friend of mine who moved into my old place and they didn't, uh, uh, canceled the automatic payment. So it was, it, I got charged for it, but her bill was like double what mine was. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I called and they were like, oh yeah, we can lower it by $20 if you want. I was like, all it took was a phone call. So I, I messaged her. I was like, you, I got them to lower your bill. You got to just go in and like sign some paperwork. But like, that is insane. The rights. And then when I talked to them on the, on the phone, the, the, person helping me was like, yeah, right. I mean, inflation's crazy. And I was like, I'm sorry. Inflation is one thing. Raising it, doubling the price in a month is not inflation. That's downright highway robbery. Well, we know now that so much of the rising prices is corporate greed. This has been determined. Yeah. They found out they can do it. So they're doing it. And then they're blaming the... I fucking hate this. I hate it so much. They yeah. did it again this year with my ski pass. They like, it's like they're, it's like they just, they want to say, oh, how much higher can we make it? So every year it's like $30 what is more, the answer? $30 more, $30 it, more. At what There's point no would you say I've you had, know, I don't know. Right. So That's they're it. right. I'm so, because of <laughs> any way you, any way you do it, it's cheaper than if I were to really go 20 times and pay. That would at, cost me so much at what point so would you say like, money. I can't afford skiing or snowboarding? Like if they said we I mean, raise it's it to close. ten grand, a, it's getting know. close. No, I think like a thousand bucks. I'm out. Yeah, I'm already doing the payment. So like hundred bucks a month for it's like ninety six dollars a month for ten months or whatever. Yeah. And like that, I think last year it was like eight hundred and seventy nine dollars or something. This year it's like nine hundred and six. I'm like, what? I'm not even getting the full pass this year. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to get the local one because it's like six hundred, but I only get like three mountains or something. Man, I know. It's tough stuff. Go to the yeah, claim. You, That'll yeah. that, hey, maybe you got hundreds of bucks. It'll pay. Yeah, for oh my God, whatever. Be the best. I love free money. Yes, me too. Like when you wash your clothes and you just find money in pockets. The other day, I found a pile. This has nothing to do with things we got wrong. I'm just telling you stories from my life now. I found like I was walking through like the alley by our trash cans, and there was a a microfiber towel, like crumpled up, and inside the microfiber towel were a bunch of crumpled up dollar bills. So That's very weird. Isn't that weird? I was like, what happened here? And There's you didn't think story. like maybe they have anthrax on them or something? 
Kind of. I did. Yeah. For I was like, I, I, I didn't even, I like, I, I happened to have been wearing gloves at the time because it was cold, and, oh. but I put him down, which is funny now that you mentioned anthrax because I was like, I do remember feeling like I don't want to get gross stuff on my hands, but we were cleaning out the garage, so I had like gloves on and I like put him in a pile and like folded him out neatly, but I still have him in the garage. And I like don't want to touch him because I that feel like very something strange. weird. Isn't it? Why? And it was only like, it was like $5 crumpled up dollar bills, but they were like like folded like if socks got stuck to a microfiber towel in the dryer. Yeah. I don't I can't explain it. I don't like it. Whatever happened, I wouldn't want to know. Like it's gross. Right? It's not sure. worth $5. I'd pay $5 to not know. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. 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 So Ooh. that's that's my that's my story. Okay. Wow. It's like that cow mystery that we talked about <gasps> on Brain Candy. Like this I is can't. like that. I can't. There's been so many weird stories I've heard recently where I'm like, I've we're definitely living in a simulation. This is mm-hmm. too weird. And mean, and right? I like for I, there's so many that I forget which ones I want to go home and tell Eli and talk about. Or like I'm like, oh, I got to tell Susie this, and then it's just like too many things. Texting <laughs> at all hours of the day. Well, in my um my episode, I did you not did you ever listen to the fun facts and trivia episode? No, that is so weird. You must why didn't I? I must have. I don't know. I do it on, like, on my computer, and there's a archives, and you go by year and month. So I'm just going in order. But you're yeah. probably I do, doing I it on your phone. Love naughty sex and secrets, sleep DIYs and hacks, friendship boobs. Oh, it was the next one. I I left off a boobs and trivia and fun fact. I skipped over that okay. for some reason. Well, let me give you some things from that one then. I love it. Um. Well, this didn't, we didn't really get it wrong exactly, but like in that episode we were talking about, so remember, Obama is president at this time. (gasps) And (laughs) it's 2016, but it was before the incident in November. Um, And we were talking about how Ruth Bader Ginsburg was really hanging in there. Like, even though she had pancreatic cancer, that lady just wouldn't die. I love that vi- that image of her, like, <laughs> pumping iron at the gym with, like... Yeah, I mean, she was just, like, real hardy, I guess. And so she was hanging in there. But we were talking about how, traditionally, if a president is in his last year and... There's only a few months left in his presidency, especially if it's like, uh, like within, like after November, uh-huh. when we've elected someone new, but you're still there. Yeah, that's considered a lame duck president, and like the courtesy is you don't nominate anybody for the Supreme Court if there's an opening, because you're you're out the you're about to be right. at the door. Yeah. Well, let's go back in time and have a listen, shall we? forget what her cancer is but she has yeah i think it's that colon one or something Real that like you die yeah yeah, you, yeah yeah maybe i'm wrong but i've had her on my death pole for years and she's just hanging in there and i heard that there's I, there was a law that went into effect based on because of another president that within a certain amount of time it's like a hundred and something days i think or maybe it's six months the the sitting president, if if a uh, Supreme Court judge dies 
in the like the last six months of the president's term, then he doesn't get to. Oh yeah, it's appoint. called a lame duck president. So yeah. If, yeah, yeah. If you're in the last six months of your presidency, it's kind of like it's not official, but it's like a courtesy that you will let the next president do it. But we're not within not. The, those six months. Oh, He's good. not a lame duck president yet. Good. Really, a lame duck. People is, are saying that though. People are saying that, no, no, that they're certain going to, people. Yeah, the Republican Party is. But the, actually, a lame duck used to be. In November, after we elected the next uh, one, you know, uh-huh, he still has uh-huh. a couple months before yeah. the the inauguration. That's really what a lame duck was. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. Like, we're waiting for the this next This is time. like a long time. So, still, and oh. it, it's supposed to only ever taken 125 days to, um, you know, nominate and uh-huh, find the next uh-huh. one. So we have plenty of time. Little did we know. Then not only would Ruth fucking hang in there, but then and and not retire, which I know it's controversial to say, but I fucking wish she would have. I know, and she should have, and that's a big debate. But anyway, so she kicks the bucket at the it, after people had already started voting by mail in November for the November election, and then Trump nominates and confirms. Coney Barrett at the Uh, time we were like, cause that's like people, you don't do that. And that would never happen. And you wait and see who won the election, which in this case would have meant Biden would have chosen the replacement for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So I just, it was so haunting to hear us talking about it. And I was telling Adam how I noticed that I love watching YouTube clips, but I don't like watching them from, uh, the years leading up to 2020, because it feels like a lie. If like, and and before Trump, because we were sort of like Obama's in office, like, like everything's great. And if you look at the titles of the ones that suggest from those years, it's always like, Zach Galifianakis doesn't like cell phones. And then you like watch this clip of him joking about cell phones or like Jerry Seinfeld wants to know why jeans have pleats in them. And I'm just like, we had no idea that no we're idea. like democracy is about to crumble. Correct. And like Roe v. Wade's about to be overturned or whatever. Like it's bad. Like I can't watch it because it feels upsetting to yeah. know what's ahead. Like it's it's like watching people like imagining like a tsunami about to hit and watching everybody Look at all celebrating those fish on the yeah, shore. or like celebrating a birthday party on the beach and like let's get together and take a picture. That would feel like a haunting. Movie. Yes. Yeah. If you knew that in 24 hours, they're going to be swept out by a freaking. And it feels light. like that when I listen to us too, because yeah. we're just like, don't you hate Chet when he, whatever, no. or whatever the dumb thing yeah. we talk about is. It just feels like, oh, you people, oh, little bubbies, even you don't know. The pe- even the people that we were upset with in our like talking shit episode. Even the things that we were upset about feel surface level and mundane and like now we're upset at them for totally different reasons. Like way worse stuff. Yeah. Like, no, now I'm upset about him for like the, you know, racist or misogynistic things. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm not upset about. And that is how Lumi deodorant makes me smell like a dream. Right here, mm-hmm. right now. Sniff, sniff, I, sniff. You know what's funny is I was I was reading their um, uh, the deodorant instructions this morning, and it says 
rub any place you have smell that you don't want to have smell. Can you believe that? And that really is what... So, so I'm a big fan of something that can fix a problem that I already have, not... I'm I'm less good at prepping for a future problem. <laughs> right. So yeah. what this does is it does when not trouble brewing. Yes. It it when I'm like, ooh, we Uh-oh. fresh. Because <laughs> that's how it goes when I notice. Yes. I just rub rub and then it's got those little bacteria that just or the little stuff in it that eats away that bacteria that mm-hmm. makes it so it doesn't like mask the smell. So it's not like yeah. It neutralizes it. Yeah. You know how mm-hmm. like when you smell spray air freshener in a smelly place, it just smells like that on top of smelly stuff? Yes. This is gone. No more smell. Yeah. I mean, it is a miracle. They it have is. wipes as well, just so you know. It's not Those just I bring like camping. The, yeah. It's not just the stick. And like Sarah said- And like a have, cream. You could do the cream too. Oh, That's yeah. great for feet and for yeah. like in between legs and like lady right. Balls. You can put it on your balls, your vagina, your armpits, your butthole. I don't care yeah. where you put it. <laughs> Wherever you're stinky and you Wherever don't want you're stink. stinky. It blocks odor all day and controls odor for up to 72 hours. So that's pretty amazing. The Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body Whoa. wash and deodorant. Oh, I highly recommend the body wash. And free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code BRAINCANDY at lumideodorant.com slash A slash wrong. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com slash A slash wrong and use code wrong. And they it's spring, so they have new spring scents. Well, yum. Yeah, lavender sage, clean tangerine, fresh alpine. <gasps> Fresh Alpine. You gotta That's get that the one. one I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I'm gonna like that. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, so that was like disturbing to hear, but Yeah, um, that is creepy. I've just one more thing I wanted to like follow up on from that episode. We were talking about how Susan Sarandon had worn like a little bit of a cleavage cleavagey shirt um mm-hmm. at the SAG Awards that year and but and Pierce Morgan had been critical of it because she had done the in memoriam introduction and he oh. felt like that was like Well, you're not allowed tacky. to be sad and have tits. <laughs> right. Well, that's the debate. Like at the time no. you said, I can understand like there's a time and a place for different like outfits or whatever. Here's the clip from the original show. Did you see Susan Sarandon? No. She went to, I think it was the SAG Awards, and she wore like cleavage yeah. outfit. And Piers Morgan was like um, tweeting at her because she did the, she presented the in memoriam, uh, whatever. Uh-huh. And he was like, that's tacky. And so pe- people, feminists started tweeting pictures of their cleavage to Piers Morgan. And he was like, is this supposed to be a punishment? <laughs> but he's like, just so you know, I like Susan Sarandon's boobs. She's super hot, but I just thought it was tacky in that context. Oh. What do you think about that? I mean, it's totally off topic, but we don't have a topic for today. So mm, I'm going to have to see a picture. Mm. I do Let understand me pull time and place. I kind of get the in memoriam thing. 
SAG Awards, uh, maybe if it were like the MTV Music Awards or something, you can go with. Let me just see what this Here, is. Here's what we've got. She has a white blazer oh, on. Hang on. <laughs> First of all, I saw that picture because I follow her daughter on yeah, Instagram, Eva. who's so cute. Yeah. And they, they, I saw the picture of the two of them together, and their yeah. outfits were perfect together. And I but you didn't that know that out- she was presenting in No, Maureen. I did not. Or, uh, no, it doesn't matter. I don't think that that's... I think it's perfect. But you're saying now you'd be like, who cares? Well, if she came in looking like a freaking uh, woman Harlot. of the night, yeah. then... But I... Susan Sarandon is a busty lady. She sure is. Like, and her daughter, her daughter got a bunch of like shit from people too when she was younger for having big boobs. Like she was sexualized, like talks about that. Mm-hmm. How she just has big boobs and like, you're just going to have to deal with it. And who cares if you have like cleavage? Let me see the dress. Now I've got to see 2016 SAG Awards. What, what's her, Susan Sarandon? Well, yeah. Let's look at this. Susan. I think it was like a blazer and then underneath was like a low cut, if I'm remembering right. And uh SAG Awards 2016, it comes right up. Like it's I'm funny like, that it's like a, the SAG Awards, get it? Yeah. Okay, she just has boobs, people. It's no big whoop. It's no big whoop. We we said we suspected that part of his criticism underlying it was her age. Yes, it was. That if Katy Perry had worn that, nobody would even thought about it. But it's not a problem. So I guess I wanted to ask you, like, do it's you just like think... a visible bra? I think she's a, before she was like ahead of the trend, and like, who the fuck cares? Do you think though there is such a thing as like age appropriate outfits, or that is like mis- you know patriarchy misogyny? Patriarchy misogyny. In a way, because I think about the women who, like anything that I think of, I can I can have, make an argument against it. Like, I think what we're seeing now is it felt like, I don't know, past generations or maybe like how fashion was. I don't know what it was. There was like you hit a certain age and all of a sudden the clothes changed and, and mm-hmm. like, but the only clothes available to a body type of an older woman are like fucking Sears catalog or something like that. Like what's Talbots. that company we always talk about that's um, famous for having, not, is it Chico's? Yeah. Uh, Chico's. Yes. Chico's. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like, it's like long shirt, tunics. shirt, tunics and capri pants in different colors with flats. Like it, there was like a standard. And now I think there's, there's just, I don't know, more excess, like fashion is, is changing and there's fun stuff for every age. And like people are, are not afraid to dress how they feel, not like dress their age, mm-hmm. you know? Well, today, Marty Stewart, Martha, she posted on her personal Instagram. She was out last night and she looked real nice. And she wore these really cool kind of like peep toe, like platform heels. And I loved them. And I was going to write underneath your shoes with an exclamation point. 
And when I went to do it, I saw all these people being like her shoes with like an eye roll or like wear, wear no. a kitten heel. I hate that. I was so mad. I hate that. Ugh. Why should I, she wear a kitten heel? I wish I could find the woman. I follow this woman on Instagram who must be... There's like a few. There's a few older women who are like... There's one woman named Batty Winkle, I think her name is. Mm -hmm. And she is like the most colorful, fun, like just amazing. Kind of like Betsy Johnson's. Yeah. 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 And it... She makes it fun. Like the, the clothes... Like you can just do it at any age. Who cares? Mm. And like if people are going to not like you for it and like I feel like it's just people who wish that they could be having a lot of fun mm-hmm. wearing all that stuff and they're not. Yeah. It right? is. It does feel like it is a very distinctly women thing yes. to do to criticize other women's oh choices and also like mothering um like men do not sit around doing this no being like you shouldn't wear those shoes you're a certain age no why do women do this to each other this is the woman that one of the women i'm thinking of that and she just wears whatever the hell she wants Okay. Well, she sure does. Yeah. And she like is, she's a model. Is like that she put, latex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, wow. She's oh, become yeah. a celebrity for, for like right. being a fun, colorful version of herself and like mm-hmm. herself, you know, and <laughs> her, her headline in her, on her Instagram says, Helen Van Winkle, honey, church of God, stealing your man since 1928. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Stealing your man. It's so great. Usually when people use the word flattering about an outfit or something, like that is flattering on her. What it really means is like that conforms to my idea of what is beautiful. 100 million percent. That is an outfit that I approve of her wearing. Yes. You know, like wouldn't it be more flattering if she wore whatever and... I have those thoughts too, but you have to interrogate that inside of yourself when you notice you're doing it. Yeah. 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 What are you really saying? You're saying, I don't like to see you in like, oh, that's, that's not, you know, like Eli and I were, were going through all of our clothes and like getting rid of stuff and everything. And he put on a shirt that I loved. I was like, that looks great on you. And he just like wasn't comfortable in it. Made him like, he's like standing weird. And it it doesn't matter what I think. Like if some, if the other person has it in their head that like, oh, I don't feel comfortable in this, then it's, they're never going to feel good or, or confident in that. But the other thing, it goes the same in the other direction. Mm-hmm. I remember my ex-husband, there were so many outfits that he did not like. And they were like my favorite. Of yours? Yes. He'd be like, oh, I don't I don't like that skirt. Or I don't like what that. What was it usually like, about them that he didn't like? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like more of a baggy style or maybe like. Right. Like, I don't know. Even not, like he didn't like my curly feminine. hair. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. You know? That was weird. I know what that's about. That's about guys wanting to run their fingers through their your hair and then they like can't. And so they feel like 
it takes but something like, away I don't that really they want to do. He wanted to run his fingers through your hair. Like I don't no, see him don't being that kind of like. But oh, I, I think it's like an idea. It's like a I want to be able to do this version of in my head what like romancing a woman looks like. Of like oh I don't know what it is, but like I can't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, and Eli right. only wants somebody with crazy hair. He likes crazy hair. Yeah, the bigger yeah. the bet, like the crazier mine is. Like, yeah, I like that. He's like <laughs> yeah, Natasha Leone fan. Oh yeah, like that is quite of, a main. Yeah, that's like the kind of guy that's like my vibe. That's your audience. Yeah, my vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's it. I do. Yeah, I just wanted to know what you thought about the um dressing their age from that episode. That's what yeah. I, I don't. I think that that is ridiculous. I think you should wear. What did I say in that episode? Did I say that? You should dress appropriately. I probably said that because I was in a relationship where I had like somebody wanted me to dress a certain way. You, you weren't specific about age. You just said you thought there were different contexts that certain outfits were more, you know, appropriate. Yeah. Which is true. true, But I think that like. In a garter belt or whatever. Right. Yeah. I think that. That if you if you can think in the future when I'm looking at these photos, will I feel like proud of what I wore, comfortable that I wore this? Then wear it. Mm-hmm. If there's a part of you that thinks, oh, I'm I'm probably gonna feel not good that I wore that, then don't wear that. Yeah. Okay. And yes. she doesn't have to answer to fucking Pierce Brosnan or Morgan <laughs> or whatever the fuck his name is. Any of the Pierces. Any of the Pierces. <laughs> Brosnan. Yeah. Um, do you okay. want to go ahead? No, what? Go, no, go, no, go, you, go. you, you. I you. have more questions for you. Yeah. Um, in the in the secrets and lies ones, we were talking yeah. about uh, uh, feeling like. Well, we were talking about how often people lie and how frequently people lie. Yeah. And I was, I wanted to ask you if you feel like you lie less. As you've gotten older or more as you've gotten older, like as we've... Oh my gosh. That is an interesting question. Yeah. Well, I think you and I probably fall into the category of people who lie less than the average person. Yeah. Which is probably, you know, gets us in trouble sometimes. (laughs) Ironically telling Mm -hmm. the truth. Mm, I bet you it's about the same as as ever. What What about you? Have you decreased your lying? I will say that I I found that I don't like I've I and I don't know if I talked about this on I think maybe I did but there when I was younger there were stories that I would exaggerate or elaborate like for storytellers are often the guilty of that yeah you want to make the best possible story and now I don't feel the need to do that I'm like oh no I just like I used to tell everyone that I, like broke my arm when I was in second grade, like going off the jumps because I was doing a Superman like TJ Lavin on the bike. And I actually said TJ Lavin like when I was younger, like little did I know. Yeah, right. Um, And I lied to everybody about that. And now I'm like, nah, I was was going down fast on my Bahama Mama Huffy bike and I decided to do no feet on the pedals and then got the speed wobbles and that's it. Oh man, speed wobbles. Yeah. Yeah. So you felt so you probably fa- that wasn't really as fast impressive. And you start getting like, and then it goes out of control. I can be honest with you. I've never gone that fast. That was my first and last time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I'm a, a cautious Kathy on, on anything with wheels. 
But you thought that how it really happened wasn't impressive enough. Yeah, it wasn't cool enough. So, I mean, I got, like, knocked out and had a concussion and, like, broke my arm, got a big old dent in my forehead, and which now you can't see because I have Botox, um, and then got a big old, like, scar on my knee. And I, mean, I used I to love to give incorrect answers to injuries. That like, seems weird. I agree. <laughs> Like, just for fun. Like, even now that I think about it, the scar on my knee is this, like, big round circle circle scar. And people, I remember being in junior high and somebody would be like, what was that? And I told them that I was speared by a rhino. <laughs> wow, that's, I mean, if you're going to lie, go big, right. right? I think I was like, I'll just go extreme and, like, let's see Did if anybody believe will believe you? me. No, I'm sure um, not. Okay. You know, and I think I was, like, joking around, but, like, yeah, it was, it's from rhino horn, like, right in there. And it was, like, I from, think you should still tell that lie. Yeah. So I feel like it's more, like, lies that that were, like, and, and things, like, they served a purpose. But even, like, um, when I was on my stupid run with Eli and I was thinking in my head, like, I could just be, like, I'm I'm done. Oh I I'm I have, I have a migraine. Cramp. Yeah, I want to quit. Have a cramp. And I was yeah, like, Charlie, yours. I'm gonna not lie about that. I'm just gonna keep going. Cause like, who am I fooling here? Who I tell you what, we are not lying about, and that's how great Next Evo is. Not lying about that. I just Next re-upped Evo. on my gummies because yeah, every day I take I them. Next Evo Naturals day and night. I have the stress ones for day yeah. and the sleep ones for night, and they're fantastic. Yeah. I got to try the capsule ones because mm-hmm. I have been, I, I've only been using the stress ones. Oh. I just have been, I just forgot to take the yeah. sleep ones. And I've been waking up at like 3.30 on the dot every single morning. That's awful. Yeah. I got to pop one of those. That'll yes, help. you do because you need to break that rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be awful. And I notice as I get older, my hormones are changing and that can really disrupt your sleep. Oh. And it sucks. So yeah. this is a great option if you are somebody that has stress or, or needs to sleep, which guess what is everyone because the stress CBD complex has both smart sorb CBD and a patented whole plant ashwagandha yes. clinically proven to reduce stress by up to 70% and improve concentration by 50%. I And they taste good. Like these aren't nasty or anything. They taste yummy. They like oh, berry so flavor good. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Make CBD a part of reaching your full potential with Next Evo Naturals. Go to nextevo.com slash podcast and use promo code WRONG to get 20% off your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off $40 or more at next e, excuse me, nextevo.com slash podcast with code WRONG. And I found out not a lot of people are using this code and I am shocked. This is a really, really good one. It's a great product. So I yeah. maybe we're not and doing enough. It really is. I think like there's a lot of people now who are using CBD, but there's like a belief that like all CDB, oh, all CBD is created equal. It mm-hmm. is not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's different in how it absorbs into your body. It's different in like how it interacts and like what well, it like latches onto are, in there. Like so used to hearing about CBD, they just... They're like, yeah, yeah, I'll take CBD. It's yeah, they different. Don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Next Evo Naturals. That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, stress relief. So you were yeah. saying. Yeah. The lie, the lie in episode was interesting. I thought that we, we also talked about this test. We were talking about how even for people who are atheists or don't believe in religion, if they, 
read the Ten Commandments or if they, I think you were talking about how if they swear on a holy Bible, like they yes. will lie less. They're yes. less, less likely to lie. And it's too, super weird. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the things that, that we talked about was like this test where, uh, people like they, they ended up lying less when they were told to sign an honor policy, yes. but the honor policy wasn't yeah. even real. It was just made up. And we were talking about how like, oh, it's just like the act of, of saying that like gives you some moral compass or like we want to be able to like look in the mirror and say that we, we aren't liars. But I almost feel like the part that we didn't talk about is like the observer and how that you have an audience. Yes. Yeah. That I think being that that has more to do with it than Mm -hmm. we discussed in the episode that, that people will be more honest. Yeah. They should control for that. Yeah. When they think somebody is watch, like that there's going to be some consequence or something. Yeah. Because that certainly would make a difference. Yeah. I mean, have you heard of the Carton arc? No. Okay. So there's this guy who became famous on TikTok or something where he's called the Cottonock and he's from like New Jersey. So it sounds like that or something mm-hmm. like that. And he videotapes people who don't return their shopping cart. And he goes, Hey, you left something like that. You left, you left it. And they're all like pissed at it. And like, what the is people- it, the second word? Arc? Narc. Narc. Cart. Cart. Narc. I, I see. Cart. Narc. Yeah, the cart. Narc. Uh, what do you think of that? Well, I, I like it, but I also have, have been with people who tell me that they returned their cart because there is a fear that he is in some parking lot that they are in. Watching. So it's effective. Uh, totally effective. And then he had, he got these magnetic, like, these like magnets like that stick to cars, you know, cause he didn't want to put a sticker on people's cars because then you get in trouble. So he like put stickers on people's cars to say like, I didn't return my shopping cart. Why, oh, I love it. Why do you, I hate when people don't return their cars. I, so I, I understand the, mm-hmm. the feeling, but like, why do you think this has become his mission? Like, what is it about this? Uh, I think it's like any internet sensation that, that, you become an extremist in whatever you go viral or become popular for that. Do you think he like did it one time and then it like, yeah, he did it a few times. It became a thing. And then people like he blew up. It became like a a thing. What is the reaction of most people? Like, um, in the parking lot. What? What do they do? The people who he picks are the people who are clearly assholes who are like, fuck off. I'll leave my car wherever I want. It's not like Like, a mom who needs to get... No, not at all. And like, I think sometimes he even helps where he's like, let me take your car back for you. Like he's like nice about it. Cause then there it's, it's very clearly the, these kind of entitled, like the same kind of energy is like the people who don't care what the speed limit is because they're like, fine, I'll get a ticket. I'll just pay Like, who cares? Like that Mm -hmm. attitude, like I hate that. I feel like grocery stores could do a little bit of nudging themselves. Like put up a sign that says, please return your cart. Like, cause some people would argue that they like, didn't even know that you were, you know what I mean? Like they right. could just like cry, um, like ignorance or yeah, because wow. what all you have Aldi in Colorado or California, Aldi. Yeah. 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 And how you get, 
You have to pay for a cart, like 25 cents, and you don't get it back unless you take it. What? I didn't know that. I've never been inside an Aldi. Yeah, it's like a super bargain. So like nice. everything is the cheap. That's why the, the, the groceries are cheaper. But that means that if you're not getting that quarterback unless you return that cart, that might yeah. be a good way to do it. Yeah. I mean, we've got 10 cent bag fees, just like. Right. Because you, know. you need to encourage that kind of behavior because like the cost of returning the cart sometimes really does feel like it outweighs the benefit of just like leaving. I think. Right. I hate when people like do that thing where they like kick up the, the wheels and they like put it on the curb, like set it in like the, the, the planter I, can so you it doesn't imagine roll away. Do ever, you see, do you know yes. this? Yeah. Everybody knows this move. That took more fucking energy to do than just bringing the cart back. Right. Like, ugh. Yeah, that is so yeah. gross. It is. Yeah, and I do love I will judging ev- people. And every t- me too. And every time I put my car back, I feel like I good am Mother near. Teresa. Right? <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, I'm like, look at me, just and that's just worth doing my it job. just for that, right? That's what mm-hmm. I think. Like, it, I, it, that is maybe what these studies are com- getting to. That we just love the feeling of superiority. Yeah, knowing that that we did better than other people. Look at all these people who don't care, but I care. Um, I wanted to know if you thought this would be fun. Um, I put in our names to the chat GPT to see like... Oh my God. (laughs) To see if it was right, if it got anything wrong about us. And it's really funny. Susie... (laughs) Why did you wait this long to play this game? This is genius. What, did okay. it, what does it say? All right. What does it say? So, oh my God. Okay. This cracked me up. So, um, I mean, it's like three paragraphs, but this is Sarah Rice, blah, 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 on the challenge, all that jazz. And then my favorite part is that, okay, Rice is known for her strategic gameplay and strong physical abilities on the show, as well as her outspoken personality and willingness to speak her mind. In addition to her reality television career, Rice is also a fitness instructor, (laughs) a personal trainer, and a motivational speaker. Rice has been open about her struggles with mental health and has spoken publicly about her experiences with anxiety and depression. She has used her platform to advocate for mental health awareness and to encourage others to seek help when needed. So it's like just a grain of truth kind of. Yeah. Yeah. A grain, like I don't have anxiety or depression. I have ADHD. Yeah. Which happens to have symptoms of anxiety and depression. They talk about all the time. I am so far from a personal trainer. <laughs> You're a fitness instructor, didn't you I'm know that? I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a mental fitness instructor. <laughs> I can just picture you in like a Jane Fonda. That's going to be the next Photoshop well, fail by Susie is the Jane Fonda. <laughs> Those are my favorite. That is something that you get right every time. Oh my God. That is so funny. Like, cause I mean, I could, I think about how often I talk about how like, a therapist is like a personal trainer and how... Oh, do like, you think that's where it got... I was, I'm was. i wondering if it is because I say that all the time. Oh my gosh. That maybe it somehow picked up like I'm like a person... I probably say I'm like a personal trainer more than I say I'm a therapist. Do you think though, like back in the day when you got the um, yoga license or yeah, whatever that maybe thing, that's it. Certif- certificate, mm-hmm. that like maybe you put that in your bio somewhere? I must have some somewhere. So funny. I love, and you're a motivational speaker, which, you know, kind of, kind of, 
Yeah. I mean, you, you I, really are motivating. I spoke to, uh, in colleges. I motivated people through my speaking. Yeah. Yeah. What does um, it say about you? What does it say see. about you? Oh, this was my favorite part of mine. Okay. So Susie, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Meister is also the host of several popular podcasts, including the Brain Candy Podcast, the Susie Meister Show, and we are supported by... That's not a show. <laughs> <laughs> we I are mean, supported by... What okay. is that? So like if you're worried about robots, you know, taking your job, maybe, no. maybe not yet. Maybe we have a little bit more time. <laughs> I will say I saw a, a recent um, like AI, one of those AI illustrations things, you know, how they were doing like selfies throughout history and we were like, boo, because oh, those yeah. weren't good. They yeah. did one of um, bears taking selfies with, with people on hikes and like campers and That's stuff. Great. It was great. It was so cute. That one I was all for. So it's like they're, these things are entertaining. They're just not accurate. Like not selfies or the yeah, and like my Wikipedia isn't even accurate. I think it's so funny that they label me say? as from San Francisco. I'm not from San Francisco. Oh, maybe you should flag that or whatever. Because can't you? Do, I think I have. Oh, and I'm like, if I can't dang. correct my own Wikipedia, I well, if any of our like, listeners we can't are validate, those... verify this information. I'm like, really? I'm the source. <laughs> well. Maybe we have listeners that do Wikipedia editing, you know, since it's publicly sourced. Yeah. yeah. Like anybody technically can do it. So if any, where are you from? Where do you want, what do you want it to say? I'm from Los Angeles. Santa Santa Monica, born and raised. Santa Monica? Well, that's where I grew I mean, that's where I'm from. That's where I was born in Los Angeles. Okay. Los says Angeles. my birth certificate. Yeah. Why are you yelling at me? I, I didn't write eight. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. Wherever you want to be oh, yeah. from, you can be from. Right. I'm like, I, they, and everybody thinks I was like a teacher. I'm like, no, I wasn't a teacher. A teacher? It mm-hmm. says that? I get a lot of what? people who write me on Instagram. They're like, weren't you, whenever they see my therapy stuff, they're like, weren't you a teacher? I was like, no. I ran an after school art program for elementary school kids. That's it. It says that I've taught it various universities. Oh, look at that you. That is definitely not true. Yeah, right. I like the <laughs> lies that are like flattering. Right, right. What if it was like, she won a Nobel Prize? Yeah. <laughs> Be like, that's true. That is accurate. Anything else did, we got wrong that we need to Does comment? it say like, did you ask it like, what, tell us about the Brain Candy podcast? I didn't, I didn't say tell us about it. Um, let me, let me do that. Yeah, what let's just, I just want to know. Brain Candy podcast. It takes a minute to generate, but... Um, what is the brain candy? Just the best. What if it said it's your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, our favorite podcast? It does say that we have a substantial following and a dedicated fan base, and that's just <gasps> absolutely <gasps> true. Um, okay, give me a second, and it will tell us momentarily. A substantial following. Thank you guys for being a dedicated fan base so much so that even uh, AI recognizes that. No lie detected there. Here's what it says. Let's see. Popular podcast hosted by American television personality and academic Susie Meister and her friend and co-host Sarah Rice. That's all it says. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all she is. She's just my friend and co-host. Um, we cover a wide range of topics. Uh, we discuss thoughts and opinions on various topics, uh, often with a humorous and lighthearted approach. True. We bring in experts and guest speakers to provide additional insight and expertise. Okay. 
Um, we've gained a significant following for our engaging and entertaining approach to a variety of topics. The show has been praised for its ability to provide thought-provoking discussions while still being accessible and entertaining for a wide audience. Hey, Whoa. no lies detected. No lies. Copy and paste that into my LinkedIn. There you go. Profile done. <laughs> Except There's for our the new part bio. about Thank you. how you're you're just my friend and co. I'm just, Sarah's just your friend. <laughs> Look, Second no, fiddle over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> No credit, no MTV. You're the academic with an entertainment background. I'm just a friend. I think it's weird, though, that none of them said that you were a therapist, which I feel like is very well known. And there's an actual license. I, yeah. I have a number, I have board certification, everything. And there's a website of your work. Like, you mm-hmm. know how you guys were working on SEO and getting all that? Hey, mm-hmm. tell your boss, hey, we got to work on this for... <laughs> Yeah, Sarah Rice isn't getting her due. Chat GPT doesn't know I'm a therapist. Thinks I'm yeah. a personal trainer, <laughs> fitness instructor. Yeah. So if you need if you need some fitness Zumba. instructing, well, don't come to me. But <laughs> but she will motivate therapy, you. I'm your gal. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? What do you have? Anything? We can save them for next time. Those were the big ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. We talked about that. Da, da, da. This one I already know. We talked about like just doing, you were like, I think I just want to do, and you said it like you haven't started to do this yet, but you said, I just want to do what I want to do and not worry about what others think of me. And I wanted and to know felt if you like, felt, felt like you were doing this more now. You said that. And I was like, I you am stepped into that doing and you were that bad. more. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely doing that more, but I do think that there is a price to pay for that, obviously. There's price pay yeah. for everything, but that, you know, if you're not a people pleaser anymore, like if you used to be, and then you've tried yeah. not to be anymore, then people will be less pleased sometimes. Right. Right. And that's the thing that we have to become a, like tolerant of. We have to learn how to manage uh, uh, being okay with somebody else's emotions and how they feel about you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. So, and that's okay. I do think I've I've done much better with that. What about you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I definitely I like think, think you have. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I think, think about, you might forget how far in the other direction you were, like when we right. met, and how yeah. you really struggled with that and wanting people to like you and so much, like on the show and stuff. Oh my God, so much. Even in my own relationship, I can hear Mm -hmm. it when I say things like, I said something that was like joking about Landon that was like, uh, oh, maybe a little bit negative or something. It wasn't even negative. It was like a, oh, well, you know, I'm really going to have to like, I got a real bone to pick with him or whatever. And then I said, no, I mean, I don't really, it's fine. Like I... And I was like, oh my God, because I I thought if I replaced that same phrase with like Eli and I talked about Eli in that way, would I feel the need to then like be worried about- Walk it back. No, Mm -hmm. never ever. And he wouldn't even care. I thought Mm -hmm. about, and then we, I talked about, I don't know what episode this was in, but we talked about, I, I said like what I'm really afraid of is, is- what is it? I don't know what, why we were talking this. It must've been secrets and lies. Um, and I said, 
I'm worried about like leaving the house because like what if something happens to my dog and like the dog's going to like what if he bites oh, into wow. the, like I think he like bit into some glue and like ended up having to go to the hospital it was, like a whole thing and I was thinking about it in the moment that I think what I was really afraid of yeah of course you don't want anything to happen to the dog but I think I was more afraid of the reaction that I would get from my partner if I did yeah the something. scorn yeah mm-hmm. and that was I can sense that in me there were there was this like and whether it was like self created like I just had the idea in my head that it was going to be like that I who knows but mm-hmm. it I realized how aware I was of what somebody else would think of like how somebody else would approve or disapprove of whatever I was doing and mm-hmm. that kind of like like hyper awareness and it's exhausting is, totally exhausting yeah it's a good thing to let go yeah so Mm -hmm. not thinking about what others how others will perceive your actions like not like don't give a fuck what others think like you know we gotta we gotta be considerate right you know but yeah live your life yeah you gotta take your card somebody else thinks you should live that's what we're talking about Think, like doing things oh, like yeah. based on, yeah, that's it. So I'll come back to me now. You were talking about how you wish that you would have on the show just been your mo- most authentic self and just done things for you without worrying about what others were going to think. Yeah. So it I almost I seems like you, yeah, yeah. But the source of that probably mostly came from me wanting to not disappoint my mom and that mm-hmm. I still struggle with. I still kind of live in a way that, because I want her to not be mad at me or, you know, mm. and so, because yeah. like those things are real hard to undo and so when hard. it's hardwired like that. Yeah. I do try to do it less, but I am very bad at it. Yeah. We all are. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you just got to switch it from like, because you probably have like a, The thing the your moral compass is is just pointing in the right direction, you know. So, like, I feel like a what would I think of myself would be mm-hmm. just as effective in that, but yeah, with less right. stress and and fear. Well, if and, you tie though, if you think someone might love you less <gasps> or something, and that can happen with parents a lot. Yeah. Like, if I get a bad grade, or, you know, when right. you're a kid, right. then th- you think they will maybe like you or love you less and Mm -hmm. so then that gets hardwired yeah Mm, so hard (laughs) yeah right but onward and upward right yeah we're just trying yeah that's all we can do all right we'll see what we got wrong next time and don't forget to subscribe leave us a five-star review use our codes it helps us we love you. We love you so much. Thank you, guys. The, our dedicated fan base, as Chad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, what can I say? We'll mess up. We get things wrong. And these are those things that we got wrong. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. 
Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.